Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Baseline Banter, the IDS baseball podcast. My name is Stefan Kaishnik, one of the IU baseball beat reporters, and I'm joined, as always, by my fellow beat reporter, Jared Rigdon, and a special guest this week. Today, we're joined by Drew Ashley, a sophomore infielder on the team. Thank you, Drew, for joining us. Anytime. I'm glad I could. Yeah, well, to start off, the team sits at 17-10, an absolutely incredible weekend in Maryland. You guys scored run after run. It seemed like there was no stopping, but... uh, I know it's been a pretty up-and-down season for you guys, but how do you think the team's uh, feeling right now after a big weekend like that? Well, I mean, it was great to come off that uh, huge offensive upswing for us. Um, as you guys, I'm sure you guys saw the post on Instagram, that we're, we're doing really really well nationally offensively, and it's really just been a process for us all just stringing together consistent at-bats. And this weekend, you really saw what our offense could do whenever we do, whenever we're able to accomplish that think that's been a huge thing with the inconsistency i mean different people have produced at different times throughout the season but when you have one guy that maybe doesn't produce or one bat at bat here or there then it, it breaks the chain where now this weekend we had just at bats good at bats up and down the lineup for those two games and everybody saw what happened and drew one thing that steph touched up on there was about this season being kind of up and down obviously you guys had your win streaks but there's been some stretches where the team has struggled for two to three games what do you think the key is in not allowing one loss to affect the next two or three games well that's huge the baseball season's so long that it being able to recover from a loss and go back is a, a big part of any any season I, I think that we really showed that ability to do that this week especially because with the, the tough loss to Kemp State and then turning around and losing Friday night at Maryland uh, and that really close game, it's probably such a great game. We just didn't, we weren't able to produce any offense to back him up. And I think coming out Saturday and Sunday and really putting up those huge offensive outpourings where it, it's huge to show that we can respond from um, tough losses and come back and compete the next day and lose a Friday night game like that on the road in a Big Ten series and still come out and win a series like we did. Yeah, one thing you mentioned, Drew, was the team's ability to hit the home run, especially this weekend, obviously towards the top of the nation, if not at the top. I'm not exactly sure what the number was. Uh, in home runs nationally, uh, you guys lost Logan Sowers and Luke Miller last season, obviously, to the draft. Why do you think this team has been able to you know, keep up that, that home run strength? Well, I mean, it's just a bunch of guys working really hard in every aspect of the game, working on the swing, working on the physicality, the strength in the weight room and everything. And Really, whenever you got guys that are working that hard and you have the right approach, then we've got a pretty offensive ballpark sometimes with uh, the Bart being up on the hill like it is. But, I mean, putting good swings on the balls, and when you have a whole lineup of guys that puts great swing on the ball, a great swing on the ball every time, or a majority of the time, then you have results like we do. Yeah, Drew, I know I introduced you as an infielder, and that's what you're listed as on the roster. But I've covered the team the past couple of seasons, and I know you're much more than that. I mean, you've played in the outfield just as much the past couple of years, and last year you were listed as a catcher on the roster. So how comfortable are you in all these different roles? I'm super comfortable playing anywhere on the field. Uh, in high school baseball, I was primarily a catcher, and then my secondary position was a pitcher. And then I came here, and I caught and played infield last year. I went to summer ball and I played center field the entire summer this past summer. So I came back this fall and I played outfield and infield here. And I mean, as you can see, I'm kind of doing pretty much just whatever the team needs me to do. And I, I love that. I love that role. I love being able to contribute in any way that I need to contribute in so that I can help the team the best I can. And last season, Coach Lamonis mentioned that if you needed a position player to pitch, it would probably be you. Uh, how do you feel about that role? 
I mean, I love it. I, like I said, anything I can do to help. Yeah, and, uh, mentioning uh, Coach Lamonis there, obviously that's who brought you to the program and was at the helm last season. Uh, it can be tough a coaching to a new coaching style no matter what the sport is, but what do you think Coach Mercer brings to this program that makes you want to continue to be a part of IU baseball? Well, we're just a really gritty program this year, I would say. it's uh, Coach, Mer- Coach Mercer's uh, huge thing that he always preaches to us is that you get what you work for. And uh, I think some guys have really taken that to heart and really put in a, a lot of work that they need to, that everybody needs to put in. And so when you got a bunch of guys working as hard as as hard as this team does, and Coach Mercer's really, uh, I mean, I give him a lot of credit for instilling guy instilling this hard work ethic in a lot of a lot of people that. Yeah, and you mentioned, or what Coach Mercer has mentioned a lot this season is kind of implementing that this new style where you guys are a lot more aggressive on the base pass. I mean, what was this offseason like, kind of uh, adjusting to all that? I mean, was it difficult, or did it just take some time? I mean, there's always an adjustment with the new coaching staff. You know, they, they're they feeling out the players and the pieces that they have here. That they, I mean, other than the guys that they recruited, they don't, they didn't know any of us super well. So they had to feel, they had to feel us out. We, I mean, we had to feel what what they thought about different things, what they were going to bring to the program, what was going to change, what was going to stay the same. I would say, I mean, it's a big adjustment because you go from something that you, for me, I mean, even though it was only one year, you come into college baseball not knowing anything, you kind of get acquainted with a program and you understand what those coaches are expecting, and then everything shifts. But it's been a really good transition for us. We've, we've, I mean, it was a it's a process to uh, adjust to a new staff, but. I feel like everybody's really, really done a great job meshing together and bringing it's it's a it's a baseball family. And you talk culture. you talk about what the off season was like under Coach Mercer, but what what would you what did you kind of focus on yourself personally as you look towards a more prominent role in the lineup as a sophomore? Well, just doing everything I can to win. At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what I do; it matters if the team's winning ball games, and so. Whatever my role is, that's what I want. That's I want to do the best I can at my role to uh, help us win. Yeah, and uh, one thing, Drew, uh, kind of going back to what we were talking about, you know, the team's ability to hit home runs this year, and you guys are at the top of the nation. We've seen a lot on social media about Pauly Milto in these batting practices. I mean, if Pauly got a chance in the lineup, uh, do you think he could hit one out? Oh, I definitely think he could. And do 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 you think at any chance this year we're going to get a chance to see him maybe DH? <laughs> I don't know about that, but I mean, we can remain hopeful. And uh, you uh, haven't been a catcher before. I mean, you, you you probably see a lot of the ethic that you know the work ethic that Paulie Milto and Tanner Gordon put into this team. Uh, seeing those guys on Friday and Saturday being so consistent the past couple of weeks, how much more does that inspire you guys on the offensive side to be able to produce and not have something kind of like what happened Friday at Maryland? Well, it, it, you want to give your best effort every day, every pitch here. But whenever you have guys that go out there and battle every single day, you see them show up day in and day out at the clubhouse, and you really you reach down and find, try to find a little bit extra and just give everything you got to do whatever you can to get that guy get that guy some support. Because, I mean, Paulie's out there throwing a great game, and we're, we're looking up the scoreboard, and we haven't produced any run support for him, and that's kind of a tough feeling for us. We just want to make sure that we give him every every, every support we can possibly give him. Yeah, Drew, last season you had a big walk-off home run, uh, 12th inning against Illinois. Uh, that kind of started your surge uh, in the season where you eventually were named to the All-Big uh, All Big Ten freshman team. Uh, when you kind of look back on what last year was, how much do you think that home run gave you confidence moving forward? 
I mean, anytime you come through in a big moment like that, it gives you a lot of confidence going forward. But for me, it was it was the first time I really felt like I was doing something noticeable that really produced a win for our ball club. And it was at a time last year whenever we were we were playing a little bit of inconsistent baseball at that point of last year, and we ate, we were able to take a big game there from Illinois and try, kind of get right, back on the right track where we needed to be going. So it was a great feeling to be able to, uh, I guess, put, put the team on the, in a winning direction again. And this yeah. season you've seen a lot of time at second base. So what's it kind of like playing in the middle infield with a guy like Jeremy Houston? Uh, Jeremy's great. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun playing with him. I really enjoy it. I mean, from going out and talking to him in between innings, and he helps me out anytime. I mean, it's, it's nothing for us to be carrying on a conversation during a game. And it, it makes baseball a lot more enjoyable when you have a guy like that up the middle with you that you can talk to, that you can bounce ideas off of, you can talk about different players and what this guy did last time, what that guy did last time, what you think you should do, whether it's moving a step in to try to get the ball quicker for a quick runner or he he's yelling over at me that, hey, um, on this pitch last time, this guy did this, so you should move two steps up the middle here or something like that. It's just it's always a conversation. It's always a dialogue. So it makes the game a lot more enjoyable to play with him up there. Yeah, and Matt Lloyd spent a lot of time last year at second base as well as Justin Walker. I mean, have they been very helpful in this process of letting you kind of adjust to that position? Yeah, they've been they've been great. Um, Matt, well, having Matt Lloyd over there on the right side of the diamond with me at first base a lot of the time is super helpful because, like you said, he played second all last year, so he knows what it's like. He knows he's a great feel for what he needs to go get and what he can sit back on and let me take as far as ground balls go. So it, it's great um, to be able to communicate him, with him on that. And uh, Justin, I mean, Justin has, I mean, some of the best hands I've ever seen. So just constantly fielding ground balls with him every day, just he helps me with a lot of different things as far as just from a technique perspective of fielding and being smoother with the baseball and transitions and all that stuff. And obviously you and and Cole Barr and Elijah Dunham are all in the same class. So what's it like to see so a bunch of guys that had kind of smaller roles last year but now produce at a really high level this year for your ball club? It's great. Um, I think that uh, one of the big signs of a good team is a, a strong performance from a, a, a set of underclassmen, which if you look at a lot of winning programs, it's always you always have your upperclassmen are the ones that are the draft prospects and you're building with underclassmen. So when you have a when you have a set of underclassmen that can produce that are in the lineup every day, then you're building something for the future, and that's exciting. And there's been a lot of talk about Grant Richardson as of late. I mean, well-deserved, obviously, back-to-back uh, freshman of the week. But, I mean, was that kind of a surprise to see him step in and, and start producing at such a high level, or did you kind of expect that to happen at some point this year? I was not surprised at all. Uh, nothing Grant does surprises me. He, the kid works harder than anybody I know. So, um when you're around him working that hard all the time, then you, you just expect the work to pay off and it has for him. Yeah, and another guy in the outfield that's been very impressive and I think, you know, as much of a great, as a surprise Grant Richardson might have been to some fans, I don't think Matt Gorski's been a surprise to anyone. I mean, what has it been like with you guys watching him in practice, watching him in batting practice, practice. and kind of become the player that he is? Oh, he's a ton of fun to watch. He brings so many different things to the game. I mean, if you look at him, just his speed and his ability to wreak havoc on the base pass, um, power, average, his arm from the outfield. I think, I think with how good of a baseball player he is, sometimes his arm gets overlooked whenever you're just in practice every day with him, and then you see a throw 
uh, from the outfield during a game or during in and out, and it's you just do a double take and you're like, wow, did he really just throw that ball like that? And so, just being around that every day, it's it's pretty impressive. And and Drew, obviously, you get to spend a lot of time with Jeremy at playing the middle infield, and then we we've all seen videos of Paulie Milto in the dugout cracking jokes when he's not pitching. But in your opinion, who do you think is the funniest guy on the team? Oh, we got a lot of guys that are pretty funny, but I I might have to go with Wyatt Cross. Actually, it's a it's a quiet humor, but he does some spot on impressions of just different characters from movies and just quotes from movies and stuff, and it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, and uh, going off of that, uh, there was a video earlier this year that IU Baseball tweeted. Uh, it was kind of having Paulie Milton mic'd up during the game, uh, and I think it was Matt Gorski at a three zero home run. I mean, what what is your thought on the three zero green light? I mean, when you're as good a player as Matt, then I don't see why not. Now, do you think we could uh, – one thing that Jared and I talk a lot about uh, on the podcast is uh, we, we see Jer- – Jeremy Houston shows some power. I mean, he had a triple to the wall uh, a couple weeks ago at home. I mean, do you, do you think uh, a 3-0 situation or something like that, we could see Jeremy uh, turn it loose and hit one over the fence? I mean, you never know. You never know. It just It's all about who's swinging it good. If you get a 3-0 green light and you're, and you're feeling good that day, then – anybody in our lineup can do pretty much an undefined amount of damage. Yeah, and one thing that, I mean, just through these questions that we asked, I mean, we're talking about Matt Gorski, Jeremy Houston, Grant Richardson, Paulie Milto, all these guys on the team. I mean, what is it like for you being in a situation where this team is so deep that, you know, you never know who's going to be in the lineup next day just because Coach Mercer has so many options? I mean, what's it like having that deep of a team? Well, it's great because you know that if, if somebody doesn't feel right that day and let's say somebody goes and uh, tweaks an ankle walking to class on the sidewalk and they show up to the field they don't feel quite right that day you have so much flexibility where you can just pop the next guy in and with a culture like we have where everybody is just so close and everybody's pulling for each other it's not there's no animosity between people whenever one guy plays over the next guy because at the end of the day it's, a, it's because Coach Mercer sees a matchup with that guy and that pitcher that we're facing that night and then the other guy's going to come off the bench later in the game get a big at bat in a better matchup situation for them so having a deep team like this really benefits everybody because you could you have such an ability to match up and keep put keep putting out players that are just have the best chance to succeed in each situation and the team's five and one now in big 10 play you were part of the team last season obviously uh you know an outstanding big 10 season for you guys last year as well but it kind of started to to at least not not to say your team dial it down, but the wins weren't as coming as easily late in the year as it was early on. What do you think the key is this year to be able to maintain this consistency as it gets into May? I think baseball is all about culture. Um, you got to have a good locker room, and your your wins at the end of the year are just how close you are with everybody, and just how consistent you can be as far as showing up every day and competing every day and competing for something bigger than yourself, and realizing that. At the end of the day, you're at bat and you're getting a hit or whatever you want to do personally isn't what's most important. The most important thing is uh, the team winning, and then whatever you do individually will take care of itself at that point. Yeah, and obviously you're just a sophomore on this team, but I mean your freshman year you got the experience of playing in a regional, playing in a regional final, and being a being a prominent part of the team even then. So even though you're still technically an underclassman on a team, I mean how much how much more confident are you having had that experience last year? Well, it's great going to a regional, and I, I'd be lying to you if I told you it wasn't just a great experience to be able to play in a regional and a, a team like that. But I think more than anything, it made me hungry to win one. Um, 
I mean, to get that close and to, to fall there, it's, it's a, it's a tough feeling to take. And you just, you know, the whole off season that, I mean, you almost had it. You almost won a regional, but that, that doesn't really count for anything. They don't, they don't put up banners that say you almost won. You got to get back there and you got to, you got to do better. So I would say being in a regional was a great experience, but, uh, winning a regional would be a even better one for sure. Yeah, of course. Well, all right, Drew, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, we wish you the best of luck the rest of the way this year, and obviously thanks to everyone for listening. As always, make sure to follow us on Twitter for all the best IU baseball updates and keep up with our work at idsnews.com. Thanks again for listening. We look forward to be back next week.